0: Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this fabulous Monday morning. I know everybody is just giddy with excitement that, yes, once again, we get to have another Monday. (laughs) Well, I know I say that facetiously, but, you know, in all uh, seriousness, we should be happy. You know, there's a lot of people out there who are struggling with a lot of uh, uh, disorders and uh, physicalities that would uh, give anything in the world to be able to wake up to another brand new day. And uh, so I know that it's tough. It seems like the weekend is but a blink and uh, here Monday is upon us once again, but praise God that you have the health and the ability to start a brand new day. And uh, just to make sure we're using it for God's glory. It's not to uh, I don't say these things to make you feel guilty or make you feel bad, but to help encourage you to appreciate that uh, God has given you another day and the ability to get out and work and do things that a lot of people wish they could do and that we take for granted. So uh, let's make sure we're using this day to, for God's glory. Well, let's see what we got watching this morning. Let's see. God, Golly, we got a lot of people. Thank God for that. Let's see. We got Miss Amy Oakes Turner, Carolyn Kelly, Tracy Little, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy, Angel Dixon, Darlene Barker, Eric Casey, Brandy Boyd Young uh and looks like jennifer honeycutt so appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in and joining me for this morning's devotion and uh you know what i just realized uh see i was having trouble with my um um powerpoint this morning and uh and I forgot to put a picture of the flag on there. The normal if you notice the normal PowerPoint I use uh wasn't up there and uh, I've been having some trouble with my computer this morning and uh but nonetheless I don't have an American flag nearby, unfortunately. I'm trying to double check and make sure. But um but I, I know what I'll do. Hold on one second. The internet is always a uh uh a good way to look up things. Hold on here. And we will do our Pledge of Allegiance nonetheless, even though I'm slacking this morning. And uh, as always, the stupid computer does not want to cooperate. All right, there we go. Got the American flag there. How's that? So let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. There we go. So we got to got to do our, our pledge nonetheless. So who knows? I might even worked out better than usual. So praise the Lord for that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with my computer this morning. For some reason, I was trying to say that the uh, PowerPoint wasn't working right. Uh, the pic in front of you. Oh, yeah, that picture of Dad uh, on his motorcycle has the flag. I haven't been paying attention to that, so thank you, darling. But um, uh, Michelle says... Please pray for my sister. She's fighting breast cancer. Most definitely, Miss Mousy. We will definitely be lifting her uh, up in prayer. And I'm sorry that she's having to having to go through that. Most definitely. So, all right, my friends. You know, of course, after I do the vote uh, my uh, pledge of allegiance, I usually have a political rant, <laughs> if you will, or things that need to be brought attention to. And uh, you know, I think there's no uh, uh, secret that people are just. Um, Really fed up with this current administration. I like, uh, I don't know if y'all saw the little meme I put on Facebook yesterday. It shows the guy and, and the woman are laying there. She says, I think he's, he's probably thinking about other women, and he's laying there thinking, How does 81 million votes equal to a 30 some percent approval rating? You know, and uh, uh, I think a lot of people are just fed up uh, with what's going on right now in our government and uh, the progressive liberal left and the agendas they're trying to push. Uh, the fact that, uh, you know, in the Supreme Court, uh, the the fact that he's wanting to put somebody in there uh, despite any qualifications based on race and gender is ridiculous. You know, I don't think anybody have any trouble, no matter what the race, what the gender, if they're qualified for the position. You know, who would? But to simply put somebody in there uh, just based on that alone is really just a racist agenda. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to put it. Uh, and I mentioned this uh, the other day. And it's sad to see how, uh, you know, in fact, they were even talking about how uh, as young as two years old, they're already pushing this transgender, already pushing same sex. I mean, at two years old, a kid is uh, just kind of children, man. This is nothing more than propaganda, indoctrination, brainwashing is all this is. In fact, one woman is bringing a lawsuit I don't know if it was in California where it was at, but where they said that they were actually pushing and promoting her daughter to be transgender and was showing her how to bind her breast. It's, it's nauseating. So, you know, we our country is, is sick. Uh, it is diseased, I'm afraid, beyond repair, but nothing's impossible for God, and we need to pray for this administration. We need to pray for this country. But it's just, um, tell you what, guys, I just think it's indicative of... Um, uh, of how far this country has gone without god you know and, and it kind of brings us to what we're talking about this morning in our our, our um, uh, passage in john 14 27 peace i leave with you my peace i give to you not as the world gives do i give to you let not your heart be troubled neither let them be afraid now you may say well how does that Tie into what you're talking about. Well, talking about indoctrination, you know. Here, they don't want anything to do with the Bible. They don't want anything to do with God in the public school system, but they don't have any problem in, particularly in school, certain schools of California, to uh, to promote transcendental meditation in order to uh, promote their idea of peace. See, that's nothing but pure. New Age philosophy, you know, so they don't have a problem with promoting humanism, uh, but uh, but anything to do with God, they want that removed altogether. It's like it's okay to incorporate Hindu religion, but let's remove anything to do with Christian religion. If you ever notice that, that's really the ultimate goal: anything to do with Christianity that has to be removed. And quite frankly. Uh, when you hear things about diversity, in other words, it's anything but white. So it's really a discrimination against white people. Like it, love it or lump it, that's just the way it is, you know. And I don't feel like that's a racist comment by any stretch of the imagination. It's just a fact of the matter. But, again, in these schools, that is what's being promoted. That's what's being pushed is this agenda. And these kids are getting a healthy diet of. And it's no wonder our, our, we've got kids who are acting out and, uh, and, and like lunatics right now because, you know, You've had several generations, you know, of individuals who went to church occasionally, didn't feel like it was that important. Then you have the next generation who, uh, again, didn't want to feel like they needed to take their kids to church at all, want to do their own thing. And now you have a current generation who don't go to church at all, have nothing to do with church in, in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And we wonder why our, our our world is going to hell in a handbasket when they've had no absolute teaching uh, or any any kind of exposure uh, to church, God, Christianity, in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And what little few do actually attend church, you have to think children are getting, you know, eight hours at least in school of indoctrination, not to mention what they get from television, video games, social media, from a humanistic perspective. And uh, so only get, even if they do go to church, it's only, what, 30 minutes, 45 minutes at best. And what's sad is, They barely get anything of any true value as far as any kind of apologetics or understanding of Christianity, Scripture, uh, the fundamentals of God. Basically, it's usually some little fun Bible story, and then they go play games. That's the sad fact. So they're barely even getting anything even when they do go to church. And so, you know, that's why our our world is so screwed up. And that's why, you know, we see here in the Scripture that peace I live with you. You know, the peace the world promotes is, you know, uh, when you're having trouble, uh, here's the cure. In other words, you know, whether it's New Age philosophy, yoga, uh, and or um, drugs, alcohol, that's their version to deal with uh, a problem that may exist. But one great thing about Christianity is the fact that peace is there in the midst of conflict. And that God gives you that ability to endure while you're in the midst of the storm. That's a wonderful thing to know. That we can have that. You know, and it's a, and when we look at this, you know, and I've said many times before, and it's it's fact that that Christ is not separate from our troubles. Uh, he understands our emotional standpoint in dealing with trials, turmoil, and tribulation. You look at the fact that emotionally, how he was dealing with. Uh, Lazarus, when he died, it demonstrates that Jesus wept. Uh, We see that here he was under attack; he was under persecution. They were out to kill him. He, you talk about anxiety that you know that we could barely even comprehend. Uh, we see Christ, who was fully God and fully man, but yet he still endured that. And that's why he can say uh, all uh, with all this wonderful passage here, as peace I live with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart, your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Again, when we allow anxiety and fear to rule and control us, we are sinning. Because we're not we're saying that apparently God's not big enough to help us through this situation. We don't have enough trust for God to deal with that. But when you can give it all over to Jesus Christ, that's when that peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So in this world it is Troublesome, it is worrisome. In fact, there's a, not a little cute uh, story about uh, you know the peanuts with Charlie Brown. Uh, uh, us older people get it. Uh, kids today, if you said Charlie Brown, they probably wouldn't have a clue what she's talking about. But uh, for those of us of um, of uh, how can I put it of of seasoned stature and uh, of eloquence, <laughs> we were brought up with Charlie Brown. But uh, let, let me read this here. Uh, it says. Um, Uh, Charlie Brown and Linus are looking very serious. Violet says, what are you two standing here looking so worried about? Charlie replies, we're afraid of the future. She asks, are you worried about anything in particular? Charlie says, oh, no, we're worried about everything. Linus adds, yes, our worrying is very broad-minded. So, you know, it is. Uh, I think that's true for a lot of people that uh, this world gives us a lot of things to worry about. And uh, it's nothing new, you know, throughout the ages. You know, I imagine, you know, as bad as it is now, talking about, hello, Karen Smith, Debbie Jackson Sype. I appreciate you all tuning in, Tracy Little. But, uh, you know, this um, pandemic, I'll put that in quotations. Uh, like, again, yeah, it's not that I don't think it's real. I've, I literally know people who've died from... This virus, I just think it's being used for political agendas, but we'll leave that there. But, you know, you as bad and as as worrisome as that can be, imagine living during the age of the Black Plague. I mean, you think this is bad. Imagine living then. Here you know, there was bodies in the street, and they were having to pile them up on uh, on carts and and, uh, and burning the bodies. such. I mean, you know, throughout the ages, there's always been some sort of concern or worry or something that could wipe out um your existence, you know, whether it's terrorist, attacks from other countries or whatever it may be. But, um, you know, it is, uh, you know, you look at that fruits of the spirit of love, joy, peace, all right long-suffering goodness kindness faithfulness self-control and when you look at that fruits of spirit kind of you know when you look at not only do we need to have self-control not only do we need to have peace but we look at that word faithfulness and that kind of goes back to my message yesterday morning and the fact that we need true faithful men and women of god to focus and zero in on that faithfulness men to be uh true to their spouse men who need to be committed fathers men who need to demonstrate the head of the household spiritually men who are committed to their jobs to provide for their family see that's another reason why our society is spinning out of control and my my daughter hates it when i say this but there's truth in this because i've said this before even from the pulpit is that uh, a lot of men want to go to the party but they don't want to clean up the mess if you get my understanding you know, they don't want to raise their children, they don't want to be there uh, and do what they're supposed to to demonstrate what a man is. You know, I know that a lot of times when uh, Hollywood demonstrates, uh, well, used to, now men are shown as emasculated and weenies, but used to in the 80s and, and earlier, uh, there was that hyper-masculine version of what a man's supposed to be, but a man, a true man, doesn't care to share emotions, a true man doesn't care to, to show tears, a true man supports his wife, supports his family is there for his children he raises them up and show gives shows them manners shows discipline and uh, and and also likewise demonstrates that faithfulness trustworthiness dependability things that that these young people need to see and that's why i encourage men to help teach in our children's church or or in our programs because some of these kids don't have a father don't know what it's like to to see a godly man And that's why i encourage that but likewise ladies you share that in responsibility, showing that same dependability, that faithfulness, that encouragement to your husband, to your children. You have responsibilities as well. And what's sad is, and I still don't get I mean, I, I don't get it, men or women, either one who want to abandon their kids, but particularly a woman who has carried that child uh, for nine months, and it seems like it's becoming more and more commonplace, who just up and leave and abandon their, their kids and family. I, I don't, uh, uh, that is, to me, is is, is is as shocking, if not more, how a woman can do that—it um, is uh, a, it's a very sad situation. How some of these kids are brought up and raised, and so that's why we're seeing these out-of-control kids. You know, they—they uh, they don't um, have no moral standing. They have no uh, clue of, of ethics, and so they don't care to lie, cheat, steal, and kill. You know, uh, because of the way they've been brought up. But because that this world is in turmoil. And this world is growing sicker, and the fact that it is dying uh, from the disease of sin and anxieties could be at an all-time high. Realize we need to depend upon the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. We need this peace that we see here in John 14:27. Peace I leave with you, my peace, God's peace. Not what the world can provide, not their version and our ideals of peace, but true peace that comes from God Almighty. And the only way you can achieve that is seeking Him out daily, spending that time in prayer, spending that time in the Word, seeking Christ. Remember, God's Word says if you draw close to Him, He'll draw close to you. But you've got to actively Pray and seek the Lord to be constantly asked to be filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with His strength, and pursue Him. You know, but here's the great thing. It's not about we're chasing after God. God's the one that come after us. That's why He sent His only Son. He didn't wait for us to come after Him. He didn't wait for us to, to reach levels of enlightenment. He didn't re- wait for us to, uh, to reach some sort of atonement or, or to clean our act up. He actively pursued us. But Jesus, you know, one thing I think a lot of people do, it's kind of like they lay there and say, Lord, I want eggs and bacon. Nothing appears. You know, he's not a genie. But you have to get a job. You have to earn money. You have to buy the eggs and bacon. you got to get your fanny up out of bed and make it if you want it. You know, you can pray and God can provide, but you have to make an effort as well. And that's my point. We have an we have to make an effort in our Christian walk to have that close relationship with Him. And that's the thing that this is what this is is a commitment. It's a relationship. It's not based on emotion and feeling. It's an active relationship that we have to pursue each and every day. And when you do that, then you can have peace. And it's not a a um, a pursuit of of a feeling or emotion it is just that is is knowing that god is there and he's got our backs he's on our side and he's going to take care of us and when you have that security then you have that peace that can only come from god so let us pray therefore lord we thank you love you and praise you lord thank you so much for this wonderful day thank you for your grace and your mercy help us lord jesus to feel be filled with your peace help us to be understand your grace your mercy Help us, Lord Jesus, to calm our hearts and minds. Take away these anxieties, these fears, these worries, knowing that you will always meet and provide for our needs according to your riches and glory. And Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I want to lift up uh, Michelle's uh, sister. She's dealing with this uh, cancer. Lord, I pray that you bring healing upon her, and I pray that you'll guide the doctor's hands, and uh, Lord, to bring her to full and complete health. Give her peace and Michelle peace in the family. Give them strength. Let your presence be known to fail. Be with so many who are battling with COVID and, uh, and related symptoms. And Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with all those that are watching and listening this morning. You know their hearts, minds, and needs. You'll watch over protect them. Be with my daughter, my son, my wife, all those who are going to work and school. That you'll be head protection about them and keep them safe. Be with our sister in Christ, Ginger Hood, and Kim Penix. Lord, we'll lift up a special prayer for Larry Knight and Dinah, and Lord, to help them during this difficult time. Lord, be with those who are dealing with loss. Be with my friend Jason Lloyd and others who have uh, have having to deal with unexpected loss and that you will help them and give them peace. Lord, be with us this day. Let's be a light in this world of darkness. And, Lord, let us uh, glorify you in thought, word, and deed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you all for tuning in and watching this morning. And uh, Terry Hutchison, good morning. I just now saw that. But I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.